Ladies and gentlemen, a new day has dawned for Washington Commanders' offensive performance. A new day has come. Let's believe it now. We have now obtained that tower power. Too sweet to be sour. We have a new day dawning upon us. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric, sleeping with the enemy, is our new offensive coordinator. You didn't think it happened. You didn't think that it could possibly happen. It doesn't happen to us. Guess what? It did happen to us. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Coming up next. <laughs> Yo, 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 what is cracking, everybody? Thank you for joining the show tonight. December 7th, excuse me, December, February 17th. We are 20 minutes late because we would be late to our own funeral because that's what we do here on Command This. That date flow just made me want to go. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Sorry to keep everyone waiting, but we're here. We're live and direct. That was Phil on the intro. I'm your boy, Steve. Dev has joined us. Thank you for joining us, Dev. Good to see you. So tonight, we delayed one day. Our original live stream normally is Thursdays, but tonight, we pushed one day because we had personal reasons, and it just so happened to be that we now have our new offensive coordinator. So you dig, you dig, you dig. We are calling this one, Would You Be Mine? Because when we originally made the title, it was coming, after, coming up after Valentine's Day. We had the Super Bowl. We were still trying to court Eric Bieniemy. We didn't know what was going to happen with Eric Bieniemy. And lo and behold, go to work, still don't hear anything, check in the group chat, still don't hear anything. And then maybe around, I don't know, six-ish, give or take, Bam. The tweets come across on Twitter. The commanders have hired Eric Bieniemy as our new offensive coordinator. Man, it's a great day to be a commanders fan. You know what I mean? They do this every year. Let's get real, right? They do something like this every year. And I'm going to say it. This time it feels different. <laughs> this time it feels different. <laughs> We've said that before. And I say but it every year. But this, this one does like because this is the one, this is one where our whole fan like not say it's our whole fan base, but a chunk of our fan base was like, "This isn't going to happen. He would never want to come here. This place is a dumpster fire. This place is a toilet." And it's like, are you really fans? And they will be right. Are you really fans? Because this, you should want this. Yes, and I don't know if it's sure. just conditioning yourself for the for the, the letdown or what, but guess what? No letdown. We have the most sought after single coaching per, uh, personnel person, coordinator, head coach, whatever. He is the one everybody wanted. We got him. And if you look at some of the reasons why, he got a promotion. 
He's now the assistant head coach. He has taken that title from one Jack Del Rio. Two, he likes Sam Howell. Sure does. This has been reported. And three, it means that all this work to turn the culture around is paying off. We hope. We think so. We think so. Because he could go get any job he wanted short of a head coaching gig because, well, we'll talk about that later. But he could have gone anywhere or he could have stayed in Kansas City. He could pretty much make his own call. He came here. Now, granted, it's a good opportunity for him to make that next step to head coach. Yep. One way or another. But it's still a case of he came in, the team, the coaching staff made the pitch to him, and he said, yeah, this is where I want to be. Yep, sure did. When has that happened, people? Not in a long time. It definitely didn't happen under the uh, Jay and Bruce show. Doesn't really happen too much under the Dan Snyder show. Especially after his first couple of uh, flubs. (laughs) Let's take a second to say hi to everyone in the chat. Yam, thank you for joining us. I know that's not coming across, but Yam joined us early on. Terrence Perry, our boy Terrence. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl here right after we get all done with this Commander's News. Our lone Eagles fan, friend of the show, Mr. Perry Mean Green. Sorry for that L, man. You guys made it at least (laughs) close. It was uh, close. L in the game, and you're taking an L in the division right now. I mean, they did make it. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, yes, Yam. Yam says Steve over here looking like he's ready to be in the new left hand up music video or go party with Method Man. Hey, this is an old. I got this jacket custom made in Korea for like twenty five dollars in two thousand five, and it is money. Says Redskins on the back. It's 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 one of my favorite. Monty Montez from Facebook says, "Let's go!" Thanks for joining, Marcus Edelin. Go check out Sports View Two on Facebook. Check out Marcus's group. Says, "Hey family, today is an early birthday gift." Eric B. Enemy. I'm wondering if he's bringing his own staff. I believe he. Yeah, you know what? Don't know. Don't know. I'm <laughs> sure he's going to probably meet with some of the uh, position coaches what, and what find out. Smith is a quarterback coach. He's not. He's on TV. He's getting paid a lot of money to be on TV, so I I doubt it. He's on real TV, though, is he? Or he's no, just like he's, he's on he's there. The Monday, I think it's either Monday or Thursday night, pre and post game. Hmm. Kind of like or, what Griffin's or doing. Or what about Henny? He just retired. Yeah, or Colt McCoy would be a great coach. Yeah, but does he I know? Think. I'm saying that Henny knows uh, dude's offense, though. Uh, you offense. know what? Yeah. So, so, so does Alex Smith. And he's been Bef- here. He has. I don't. I mean, yeah. It's Andy Reid's office. Remember that, you remember the they were talking. You remember we were talking about uh about uh Alice possibly being going into coaching when he was here. Yeah, or or the front office, right? Right. Uh, Yam says, "Dude, the junkie." So if you don't know Eric Bickle, uh, on on one oh six seven the the fan sports junkies, he made a tweet last week. You know, 0% chance this is happening. Can you guys see it? And uh, EB. EB. Kansas City for the worst OC job in football not happening. And you know what happened? Look who tweeted it. 
freezing cold takes. My man is about to get exploded. He did. Apparently, he's gotten ratioed like hell. <laughs> exploded. Yes. I mean, so on the surface, yeah, it makes sense. It's a lateral. Why would you leave OC? Why would you leave Kansas City? He's not under contract. He right. is a free agent. Leave Kansas he City. can go yeah. anywhere he wants. Why didn't Kansas City offer him more money? Exactly. Because Well, they offered him no money because right. Andy Reid wants that. Probably, you know, he's. it's time, right? You go out, do your own thing. I'll br- What Andy Reid does, he grows his his coaches. He grows them, and they branch out. That's how it works. That's how the tree works. Ron Rivera is part of that tree. Ron Rivera is part of that tree. Now it's Matt Nagy's turn. You know, Doug Peterson was on that tree. Um who else was on Frank that Reich tree? was on Frank that Reich tree. Frank Reich was on that tree. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Frank Reich David, also didn't call plays either. David Cullen, guy. David Cully, the old Texans coach, he, he he was on that tree. Todd Bowles was on the Andy Reid tree as a defensive coordinator in 2012 for the Eagles. I don't know if Mean Green knows that, but uh, yeah. Todd, and I wonder why Todd Bowles didn't go after Eric Bieni, but you know what? I don't care. Either way, enough with the EB drama, or excuse me, Eric, excuse me, Eric Bickle. <laughs> drama from the junkies. You would think too, that EB would be wanting EB. Yeah. EB, EB. Monty says, you kind of want Ron to F up so he can be the coach. No. Okay. No, not at all. No. Because <laughs> that Let's means we're not with winning. OC first. Yeah. But I want, it, it's time to make that step well, forward. Well, who, no. who, hires, who hires the assistant coach to be head coach, though? When does that ever work out for anyone? Like, the name of time that's happened. It's hired the the remaining assistant coach should be the head coach, and it lasted for like over a year. What right. the dude that dude in Atlanta, I, I the dude Smith in Atlanta, it's only one. It happened in Cleveland the, when when Baker had that turnaround year. Uh, I don't remember his name. They kept him on yeah, for the they next fired year, him. and they fired him the year after. Well, Jackson, it don't, yeah, it don't work out. Kitchens, kitchens, because kitchen was a the dude from Arizona took Bobby Petrino's spot. He lasted a little bit, didn't he? That Smith dude. Yeah, but someone else said it. I mean, Eric EB has now a grace period. Let's just say Ron does come in and he has one year and then he's canned. The the new owner can be like, well, might give you a chance. Like you have a chance. Who knows? It's it's possible. We don't we don't know. At least he got the interview out of the way. He did get the interview out of the way. Yeah, Yam says I have a feeling since it's a multi year deal, Ron or whoever else got him here wanted to make sure he was safe when the new owners came in, at least financially, if nothing else. You just don't know. And he says, bye, bye, Heineke. <laughs> so that was I, a given. I have a, a question conclusion. for you two. Man, and you, don't know. you saw you saw him say in the in that podcast that you know there's a lot of moving parts, but there's a chance he could be back. He wants to be back. There is, but I, I, I think want he, a toilet he, seat made out of solid gold, but some things just aren't in the cards. I think it is, in the, can, it is in the cards. No, he can not. make more money. Why would he be here? He can make more money elsewhere. He's not because yeah, there's a chance to play here again. No, not 20 million. He'll probably he, he can probably get eight or nine somewhere there's for like a chance Houston. to play here, buddy. Houston's gonna draft Will not. Levis or Anthony Richardson, and they're gonna need a fringe starter. Heineke's oh, we draft Anthony Richardson. He ain't gonna last to 16, bro. I don't think he's gonna last that long. But no, we're gonna go out and get a Jacoby Percent type, and that that's all we, we really need to deal with. Yeah, all right. Then we'll draft some project guy. And it's in the seventh round, or is it? Ron might go all out, man. He might go out to Lamar or Rod. Might go all the way out. You got nothing to lose, man. The thing is, this is Eric. This is Eric Bieniemy's offense. He's gonna be making a lot of these calls. Yeah, but but 
I bet he makes. We should, we heard guys. we heard after the contract signing what was one of the things that convinced the enemy to come here. He likes Sam Howell. Yeah, is he supposed to say he don't like him though? But I he doesn't have to say anything. Like I look, I'll cover <laughs> him. Not like say dude. anything. I like this dude, man. I'll, I'll coach him. I like him. I mean, I don't like him, but I'll coach him. But I think it's genuine because to work to be an offensive coordinator to establish your system with a first year starter, there's no better first impression you can make to show people like, you know what? F all of you for passing me over. Watch this. There's no better opportunity. You're going in doing that hand developing a Mahomes. He no, he did, but I mean it's Patrick Mahomes. Come on, imagine if you could take a fifth rounder and turn him into like a top ten quarterback. That's he, he really is. Tra- he's taking a first, second rounder. But Eric, Eric Bieniemy's on his own. Ron Rivera has nothing to do with the offense. So this is the Eric Bieniemy show. Andy Reid was kind of running the show over there, and Mahomes a first round pick. You come over here, you establish a brand, you establish quality. He should get a hundred percent of all. Well, Ron can get a little bit of credit for hiring him, but um, he's going to be an assistant head coach. Yeah, that's weird, coordinator. Right? I thought that's no what longer Del Jack was. Del Rio. Jack they, Del Rio is no longer. They, they they took that title off of Del Rio and put it on the enemy. I wonder if he wanted it. He probably we Phil and I were talking about before the show. He probably was like, I don't care. It's one less thing I gotta worry about. <laughs> I wonder how that conversation went, man. Like nobody like, asked that at the press conference. Jack, are you trying to move up to a head coaching role later I- I- later in your career? Jack's like, nah, I've already done that. All right, cool. Yeah. We're gonna give it to Eric because he eventually wants to be a head coach down the road. Do it yeah, he's like, I'm good. Yeah, he he probably wasn't worried about it. Marcus uh, says Taylor Heineke most likely to follow Scott Turner of the Raiders. I don't think the Ravens won't get a Lamar Jackson. I saw Scott yeah, Jackson. They, they, they he's a passing game coordinator. He's a passing game. Who? Lamar. He's a free agent. They ain't got to get rid of him. Yeah, but they'll probably franchise them. They have to franchise them. Actually, with the fact that the Raiders are getting rid of Derek Carr, which means they're probably going to go to draft a quarterback, you know Scott Turner's going to be in that room going, bring Taylor in as a backup or a bridge starter. I can they already do have that with them. Uh, Jared Stidham. They, they believe in Jared Stidham could be a starter. They already had that. They love Jared. Josh McDaniels brought Jared Stidham there over from no New England. Coach they traded for him. There's no coach in the NFL who wants Taylor Heineke except Scott Turner. I, I'm saying, I, if someone drafts a first-year quarterback, I think he would be a good candidate to start half a season. You're already going to lose half a losing season. He can start half a season for the Texans. What's That's what I'm saying. Turner was in Texas, right? The Not last time he was here. Was Ever. Turner in Texas the last time he was there? No, he was no, in Carolina. The Vikings. And then the Vikings prior before that, yeah. yeah. He was on Mark, Texas, too, though. Without- Monty says, I hope he makes Mahomes 2.0. Yep. True story. Hope so. JP McCullough from Facebook. Thanks for joining us. Today. We need old lineman, tight end, linebacker, and corner. We do. I don't think we need tight end, man. We do need tight. Well, we need to get the tight ends in the game plan first. Eric Bieniemy will do that. Bieniemy loves tight the tight end. I don't, I don't think we're. I don't think we're even close to the bottom half of the league at tight end. I think it's one of our strong suits when everybody's healthy. Yeah. I, I just. I. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It seems like every year there's always a crowd of people that want tight ends for what? We don't use them. Wow, well, that's what I'm saying. Eric Bieniemy yeah, might like, change that. Yeah, I don't think so. It I think sense. he has Kelsey. That's not the same thing as using a tight end just because he has Kelsey. Well, yeah, it's like you got to throw to him because it's Travis Kelsey. If, right. it was, if it wasn't Travis Kelsey, would you still be using your tight end? Travis Kelsey we'll, we'll wasn't out. Travis Kelsey when he came into the league. He wasn't. Greg Delaney says uh, Washington is going to make a big pitch for Lamar Jackson. That remains to be seen. We shall see. 
I would, I would. too. I mean, what do you got to lose? I, worst thing that could happen is you run up the price for Baltimore. Uh, yeah, then you don't have money to I heard he just wants else, 230 but... fully guaranteed, which is basically what Watson got. I would just throw it out there, man. You got it. They got the money to do it. It's going to probably cost you uh, one or two players that you're going to cut anyways, and it's going to be you might have to get a deal from uh, your defensive tackle that's a free agent if you sign Jackson. But it'd be worth it. I lose. Oh, you can't I sign lose Jackson, Jackson and Payne. Yeah, right. I lose Payne all day for Jackson, man. I can live with that. I like Payne. Yeah, I'm you a sign Payne Jackson. Man. You sign no one else. Nah, you, you sign, can still uh, sign him, man. We got like fifty six something million dollars, man. He ain't getting fifty something a year. No, we have man. 30 after they after, cut, after they cut Wentz, and they could probably cut two or three other guys. Plus, yeah, if you I, tag well, a guy, I think it's like a percentage of it comes off the cap, like it doesn't affect the cap for a big franchise. Like some of it is not; it's not completely cap heavy. That's the yeah. benefit of franchising somebody for the team. I I actually think that signing the enemy and the immediate signs of he really likes Sam Howell, actually throws water on the Lamar Jackson fire a little bit. I don't. I don't even think it does water on them uh, getting another quarterback in the first round if one falls, like the Kentucky kid. Like, somebody falls, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, don't know Howell why, fell. I don't know why anyone – yeah, he fell the fifth round, though. It's not the same fall I'm talking about. I don't know why everybody is so convinced that a fifth-round pick is just going to be good at quarterback. Like, I, would it surprise me? No. But would it surprise me? Fuck yeah, it would surprise me. It's not supposed it, to happen. It, you got to realize that he's a special case. He would not have fallen to the fifth round the year before. But he did. And there's not even any good quarterbacks this year in the first round that came out. There wasn't any, none of them were good, man. None of them were guys like, oh, my God, he's going to be a stud, except for Fields. Everybody else, eh. You know what I'm saying? Like it, and he still didn't get picked in the first round. That tells me something, man. Like, he everyone didn't go, oh, didn't He didn't go in that draft. He went last year, right? Yeah, not year, with Fields. Fields was two years ago. So Fields got out this year. No, no, two years. Oh, okay. Either way, who came out this year? Picking, picking, picking all pick, them. Pick, yeah, like he's not that. He's not that impressive. He's good. He's not terrible. Howell's production slipped big time because all of his offensive weapons left. Yeah, I, I agree with right. that. But what I'm saying is, is that everybody else knew that too, and they didn't take him. Well, Dev, I have a question for you. For those in the chat, so what does the EB hire mean for the Commanders, and what does it mean for Sam Howell? I wonder, like, like a lot of people are saying it that we have a running coach with the with the with in this offense, and he has the enemy, which people think might be more of a pass offensive coordinator, but we don't know that because he's never called plays. Like that could all be. We know Andy Reid's going to pass no matter what. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We don't know if that's the enemy or not. The is a running. Chiefs, he was a running back. The he yeah, might want to run the first. Chiefs, you gotta remember the Chiefs ran the ball, Kareem Hunt. They tried to establish run games. Man, they ran the ball. They, they tried to run. They tried to establish run games with uh, Pacheco. They leaned a little bit more on the pass because those guys aren't Kareem Hunt, but those guys yeah. aren't Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson either. Also, so, also when they had Kareem Hunt, they also had Alex Smith. Like that, that probably makes you, you have to run the ball. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. When they had it was a uh, Kareem Hunt. Who was the other guy? The domestic guy. Um, that's Kareem Hunt's the domestic. Guy. I'm sorry. Then who was the other guy? Oh, the guy still on the team. There was two of them. The guy that's still on the team. The, no, uh, no, 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 Hold on. Nope. It was someone. Get you know what I'm talking about, Phil. They had a they had a dynamic duo for a while. Hilaire, wasn't it? No. Hilaire's dope, too, but he stayed injured all the time. Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt and, man, but it was a one-two punch. Too. It was They were a good combo. And one of them, one of them left. Both of them I left. I just can't remember. One of them left first, and then was then it was, then Kareem Hunt got in trouble. Damian Williams? No, before that, 
before it that. Devin, it was definitely Devin Williams. No, he was Spencer there, but where? Who? Spencer Ware? No. I was Devin Williams, man. He was killing. It's they, not. They, they, it was Kareem Hunt and someone else. He was like. Sharkhead. Him and Chubb are together now in the Browns. I don't remember. No, was it wasn't. It wasn't Chubbs. No, Chubbs and Browns with him. With Hunt now. Yeah. By the way, he's a free agent. I think Hunt is. But uh, either way, I they obviously you could run the ball better with those guys, but they also had a horrible Pacheco's not that much worse, you know what I'm saying? He's Pacheco? he's just as good as the guys we have, you know. Yeah. Honestly, he he just don't get the ball but 10, 12 times a game. Yeah, and, I mean, and like but you don't know, like I said, you don't know if that's if that's EB or if that's we obviously think it's it's Andy, right? Andy's the one that likes we remember him in Philly, man. He's gonna pass a million times to lose you the game. He's gonna give you a shot to lose to win the game because he's gonna pass a hundred times. Winning or losing, he's gonna keep passing. And I wonder if people think that's what he's bringing over, but those tendencies are not what I think EB is gonna do. EB's a running back, man. Yeah. You know, he's right. I mean, obviously he's had a long, lengthy conversation for two or three days here with Ron face to face. I want and Ron has said repeatedly that we're gonna run two to one. So all this we're gonna run out there with three wide receivers, four wide receivers all the time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might be in for a rude awakening. Maybe he passes it. I hope not. I hope not. Uh, Yam says, I think if Hal is just mid-tier, like 14th, 17th best in the league stat-wise, that would be enough. I he's agree. Mid-tier, if he's mid-tier, we're going seven, eight games again. I agree. We're going seven, eight games again. I agree. Marcus I says, know, I see probably win more than that because if you think about it, our quarterbacks weren't even mid-tier this past season, and we won eight games. Yeah. Marcus true. said, I've seen a stat the that there's more quarterbacks bust in the first round than any quarterbacks in the mid-round quarterbacks. There's another study. Now, this is from 2021. Bus percentage on all first round picks is 51%. That's bust 51%. Yeah. Half of all first round Plus, picks. I'm assuming failed. that more quarterbacks go in the first round than the whole rest of the rounds together. And they're overdrafted too. That's why, yeah. like, the ceiling, the the, the expectation for Sam shouldn't be super high because he's a fifth round pick. And if he exceeds it, hell yeah. I bet, I bet quarterbacks and tackles are probably pretty close. Yeah. Right. Right. Left tackles, especially. I guarantee left tackles and quarterbacks are probably. I bet there's more successful picks at quarterback in the first round than left tackles. Yeah, I feel like that. I don't know if that's true. Don't well, Phil, me. what do you think? What do you think Eric Bieniemy means? Let's just assume Sam Howell is QB one, like Ron said, and we don't go out and get a big name quarterback. We go get a grizzled veteran to back up Sam Howell. Get a rookie. No, you don't want a rookie backup. Let's Backing just, up let's first year. For, for scenario's sake, we go out yeah. and get a veteran. Just a veteran. Journeyman. A, yeah. So what does Eric Bieniemy mean for, for or somebody like that? Somehow. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? For, what does that mean? It means a lot of things. One, I think that Bieniemy is going to build this offense around what we have instead of trying to make all the pieces fit what he wants to do in a very narrow box, i.e. Scott Turner. So I think that the enemy is going to formulate bring it. He's going to bring that offense over here, which that offense is very balanced over in Kansas city. They run the ball. See, everybody thinks they just throw the ball all the time because of Mahomes. They run the ball a lot. They're very balanced. And I, I think they're going to a very balanced attack here. They'll throw the ball when they need to throw the ball more. 
They'll run the ball more when they need to run the ball more. They're going to probably try to establish a run first because they want to have ball control, which helps Sam Howell. I think that one of the things that one of the things the Chiefs have is that they have a very rhythm based offense in their passing game, right? And I think that's perfect for a Sam Howell. Sam Howell can get into that rhythm early. Boom, he's going to light teams up. He's got the arm to do it. And he's also mobile. You can do some of the things you do in Mahomes with Al. I'm not saying that Howell will become Mahomes, people, when I say that. But I'm comparing physical skill sets. Big arm, mobile. Yeah. You know? And also guys who sat a year and just learning the game. Now, granted... Uh, you know, you, you, I don't know how. I mean, obviously, how picked up something along the way, but I think I think that you're going to see the idea of taking a quarterback and bringing them along instead of throwing them out there to begin with. It's going to be kind of like how the running game came back this past season. I feel like that the idea of developing a quarterback is now coming up again. Man. I think that you're going to see. Uh, I think you're going to see a, a different offense than what we've seen before. It's definitely – you're going to see guys like, you know, Curtis Samuel, now he got was playing Swiss Army Knife. That's going to continue. Yeah. They like doing, you know, random stuff like that, these jet sweep type plays and little inside, inside reverses and all that with receivers. They like – he liked doing that. That was the offense they ran over in Kansas City. They're going to run that offense here. Kansas City ran the ball 25 times a game. That was fourth to the last in the league. There was only three other teams that ran it less, and they were both 24. But look at the previous seasons. I said they didn't run the ball as much this year because, again, Pacheco is not Kareem Hunt. They run about 39% of the time, which is third to last. That was this past season when they had less talent at running back. With more talent running back, he's going to run the ball more. Yem says, we won eight, should have been 10-plus with quarterbacks, but that we were literally bottom of the league. Outlaw King 757, how might surprise you? I hope so, man. I hope that he, he too, like Eric Gamney, can be like, F all of y'all that passed over me four times over, including you, Washington. It's four times in a row. Washington was pretty pretty balanced, man. They ran 32 times and passed 33. It just weren't balanced at the time when they needed to be, like in the red zone. That would be an even heavier run balance, run balance towards the run if That's Heineke crazy. had started all year. That's crazy. You Ryan think Elias, so? because Facebook. Scott Turner went, "Oh, Carson's back in. Let's just bombs away." Yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't really. Uh, Ryan Ryan's asking, "Do you think he'll bring over any players with him?" So if he players, you always want to, but. We have to look at see who's free eight. I'm looking who right are now. the Kansas I'm on, City I'm on top free of agents? It. Okay, I'm on top of it. Coaches, Orlando Brown, left tackle. We could use one. Charles Leno, Juju Schuster. Could Charles Leno s- slide over? No, I don't want Juju. Carlos Dunlap. We don't need another receiver. Andrew Wally. Depth at guard. Can't have enough linemen. Chad Henney, he retired though. Ronald Jones, Blake Bell. That's your tight end. That could probably that'd be. A, I mean, you could probably cut Thomas and get Bell cheaper, and Bell would be able to be in line to start. I mean, if you can get Cole Turner to 
Cole Turner and John Bates or Cole Turner to just be that athletic guy. Yeah, to put on a Bates, few Bell, Bates, well, Bell I mean, and... no one's going to be throwing the ball 10 feet over his head uh, here. Right, sailing the throws. Nicole Hartman, <laughs> we don't need. Deion Bush. Ball Bradley. gone. Over your head. Or ball over your head and you get concussed. Thank you, Taylor. Jared McKinnon don't need. Watson don't didn't need. He, didn't he pull a rib muscle or something stretching <laughs> for one of those balls? He got concussed stretching for one of those balls. Just when he had a, a, a rib injury or something. I, I I don't know. The way he was stretching for some of those passes over his head, and there was multiple ones, people. Again, yeah. Taylor Heineke, he throws left. He's wildly inaccurate. And um, I swore, I was like, he is going to pull something in his, like an ab muscle or a peck or something, stretching the way he was for some of those passes. Yeah. Yep. Marcus brings up a good point, if you want to go back to what he said there, that Bianney must have watched film on Howell and the offense during the days he was here, and Bay has an idea how to use him and the offense. Absolutely. Uh, he, I mean, saw the, he saw the 19 passes he threw in a meaningless game. <laughs> and he probably left the had college yeah. film on him, too. Mahomes yeah, can everybody run. Everybody got college film, though. It ain't no mean shit. How it many he saw that preseason film and was like, okay, this, this kid can do Sam has fun. a laser. He's got a laser arm. He's got a howitzer. I don't have a howitzer. Man, I'm, howitzer. My, I'm reserving my optimism. Until yep, I I'm with you. I'm not going to be all crazy. Say, I, I, be I, I, when, when I talk, I don't, think Hal's gonna be the, I don't think Hal's the guy. I hope he is, though. I hope that's what they do. But it, it'd be kind of pointless, right, to get this expensive-ass Offensive coordinator in, in a season you know is probably your last one to just run with Howell, a fifth round pick. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like if you have to, if you if you if the end result is Howell's a starter, I get it. But that can't be your whole idea of who you want to run with. That can't be who you want to run with, right? You can't be like scratching and chopping at the bit to run with Howell. Like if if you have to, that's cool. Like go get if you fail getting Jackson. He's like, I right, we have to deal with Howell. That's cool. Yeah, but fucking fail going after a star. And not Carr either, by the way. So uh, I think I think they, I think they want Hal to have all the confidence heading. Well, this. they failed with Taylor and they failed with Carson. So how's how is they the have consolation? Tried, they have tried to get a quarterback every year and fuck that. It's been rebuild after rebuild after rust. They went after rust. They tried to go after Stafford. You know, they went after guys last year. They ended up with Wentz. They're gonna if they going. There's nothing here that tells me they're not going to go out to Jackson. If you look at history, they're going to at least ask. Yeah, they they asked for my actually. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Because after 2020 and after 2021, they did not immediately come out and say we're rolling with Heineke. I don't think they came out after 2022 and said we're rolling with Howell. No, what he said was right now we're running with Howell. He's the only quarterback on the roster. He didn't lie in that. It was a true statement at that snapshot in time. He's the only guy on the team. There's no other quarterbacks on the team. Be, I don't. I don't feel that that you don't feel that sense of they're going to go after a quarterback like they did the previous two off seasons. Any any coach in a normal system with a normal owner and a normal franchise would have been fired this off season if this was wrong. You can't fail three years in a row at the quarterback position and get a fourth I year. I mean, he failed. He failed in you know his first year with. For, but. but, but. This actually for Sam Howell is the best turn of circumstances. But this is something yeah, 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 you, yeah, you yeah. do this in the I, first year. Hell, like you don't you fail, 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 fail. And I'm, what I'm saying is 
new owner, no new owner. You, you, he's kind of buying himself another year. Saying, well, Listen, let's, we just let's rebuilding. I got here. a new let's OC. Up, I got a new system. I got a, I got a fifth they, round quarterback. Year one, they tried to do it with Dwayne Haskins, and you know, it didn't work. Year one was uh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I'm sorry. Year two and year two was Fitzpatrick. It didn't work. He got hurt. Well, Fitzpatrick got hurt in the second quarter and was knocked out for his career. You can't yeah. call that. But that's Fitzpatrick wasn't even a, a good choice to begin with. Is what again, I'm saying. Still, they still was going after somebody else, though. They didn't like choose. But why? Why is he allergic to just drafting someone? That's what I'm saying. He's he hasn't. He didn't have a high enough pick. I guess unless you didn't want to draft young, he could have made these picks. Is he what I'm saying. Young. He could have said, "You know what? It's my first year. We're going all in for a quarterback. Bam, let's go." Or second yeah, if, year, if he had a second if he had a draft in Herbert over Young. And that, and but they and already had. If we had kept the Herbert over Herbert, Young, then Herbert wouldn't uh, box office immediately. Dwayne he Haskins was, last was, a second, was going into his second year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he could have done any differently, unless somebody just wanted to come here. Like, you know, obviously he went to the Rams or the Denver, and we dodged the yeah. bullet that Russ didn't want to come here. To answer the question that I asked you guys earlier, to me, so on on one hundred six seven the fan, we'll talk about this in a few minutes. I have some defender stuff here. So Jordan Taamu. Te, uh, former practice squad quarterback for Washington football team. He was on the team for a few weeks. Former guy who put Heineke on the bench in the XFL. He Heineke backed Jordan Tamu up in the XFL. He was on the radio yesterday. They were doing, or two days ago, they were talking about DC defenders opening night stuff coming up. He was also on the chiefs practice squad for a while, but you know what he said about the He said the way the called plays is so cool because it helps players understand, especially new players. So normally coaches call the formation and they call the play. The way B enemy calls it is he calls the play and then the formation after because, because he goes, it helps a player learn the plays easier because you're like, okay, you know, this is going to be a run play. And then, oh yeah, I'm over here. Yeah, As opposed I, to trying funny. to understand the formation first. Fuck. I'm all, I don't know the formation. Yeah, so oh, it I'm sounds play. like the B enemy pulled a Chris Cooley and decided to re- rewrite the entire way that plays it's just are reframing. That's all I think. I think that's even more funny because we have found out recently that two of the plays that that they've scored for touchdowns on in the Super Bowl were plays the players messed up and ran the wrong play and got a touchdown on. That's still funny though. <laughs> that's it's crazy. So yeah. the play he called, and by the way, Andy said the two plays where they ran in motion and stopped and fucked up Philly for those two touchdowns were both enemy calls, and it said enemy saw the Jags do it. He did the Eagles. And they they did, hundred percent, hundred percent. He got it from. He Eric Bieniemy got credit for those. Yes, that is the truth. Saw it in film and said he's going to run it on him in the goal line. And that they always run across before the guy does every time. He said they. He said if they stop, they'll have him. And the first yeah. time they ran Scott Moore, he ran. He was on the wrong side of the lineup, so he was running in motion to go to the other side. But he worked on the other side to run back to his side, so he just ran yeah. and turned around and he threw it at him. But he wasn't supposed to be on that side at all. Yep. Like it's crazy as hell. Outlaw King uh, seven five seven says the tight end from Notre Dame. Yeah, that big giant motherfucker. Michael Michael Ma- Ma- Myers Myers. Is that the one at six seven two seven? He's a beast, dude. He's a beast. He'd be the biggest tight end in the league. They said he would. Yam says if Hal is a bust or just sub twenty in quarterback overall quarterback play, no harm, no foul. Can always go another direction later. We want success now, of course. Just look how rare league quarterback play is. You can't, you can't say that because what's going to happen is if you. If he's mediocre, you're gonna win eight, nine games again. And then and then you're in the same situation next year. You're not gonna know who your quarterback is, and you probably gonna even know who your coach is. 
And then you're going to wonder, can this OC even coach? You're going to have all this shit over again. Like, Ron has to win, dog. Ron has to not only go to the playoffs, he has to win. Well, what I'm he, saying is he, he bought he, himself he, extra time. I don't think he bought any extra time. If you bought Washington right now, what's the first thing you're doing, Steve? What's the first thing you're doing? Well, Ron's fired, man. He, you ain't got said. You're going to fire Ron, bro. Don't lie. And Ron has been know. a bad coach, by the way. No. If you don't know, that means he ain't the coach, bro. Ron Let just won. Let me explain. He might be in the front episode. If you're trying to sell, if you're trying to buy the team, you're Purchase isn't going to go through till after any other potential head coaching candidate is already gone. No, I'm talking Everything about this year. I'm talking about this year. I'm talking about at next 2024. I don't. You know, it depends if the team goes wins 10, 11 games, gets to the divisional the round or to the, the NFC Championship. I'm keeping Ron. He ain't doing that though. You and I both know it. That ain't happening. No, we man. don't. I hope we it happens. don't know that. We don't know he's not going to do that until he doesn't do that. It ain't happened since the nineties. I'm gonna bank my money on it. Ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like hey, it look, happened since the nineties. It took so. North Turner a long time. It took North Turner with six. Let's see, four and twelve, nine, six to ten, nine and seven, eight, seven, one, six to ten. It took it took North Turner six years to build the best team we've had since the last time we won a Super Bowl. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Like everybody's saying, oh, we get this guy, this could happen. Eh. I mean, we. I, I'm telling y'all what's going. On. I want y'all to save this episode because I'm gonna tell y'all the things that's gonna happen next year. Chase Roulette is gonna get hurt. Cosby's gonna get hurt. Probably somebody on defense is gonna get hurt. Like we do every year. The same three or four guys gonna get hurt. They get hurt every year. Then we're gonna win eight or nine games with a fifth string, fifth uh, round quarterback at quarterback. Unless that motherfucker balls up. Like that's what it all comes to. How's gotta be. Like, he's got to jump like that second to third year Hurts did. Hurts did it, though. Like, we saw Hurts the first two years, man. Everybody was like, that dude, he can't make it. Man. Yeah, but he went like this Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He never, he never but, regressed. But, but the he thing is, like we can't time. have that. Like, this year we, with Hal, we got to have this, man. You got to go straight the fuck up. He ain't got can we, can, we, can, we also, can we also point out that the team that was the last team to integrate in the NFL now has the most Neapolitan head coaching staff? Definitely do. I can do that. We like got we got lat we got we got a Latino head coach. We got a black guy offensive coordinator. We got a white guy defensive coordinator. But still, F Preston. Marshall, I, I don't bro. I don't think Del Rio is very black, a white name, bro. I don't <laughs> Tone know, John like, from Facebook says uh, he would have gotten killed for drafting <laughs> Herbert. He would have at the time because everyone was like Chase Chase. Yeah, he would have got, got killed for drafting him, man. That's what I said. He would have got. Yep. There's no one on here would have said, "Well, you should draft it young." Chris McDaniel Haskins would be going year five this next season, man. Yeah. What a shame. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Monty says, new owner, Ron fired. Marcus likes yeah. Rodgers. He's athletic, but we need athletic guards because of the enemy using the screen passes. Yep. Everybody with a fucking guard. I mean, I don't know how we the one The one thing we could not ever execute was a screen pass to the running back. Yeah. That, you know who, those you days, know, those days of that play not working are gone. Why, you know, why, you know who was good at these guys to draft linemen? By the way, I see people keep saying we need a center, like we need a we need guards. Like, why do y'all trust these guys with linemen? They have done nothing but fail. They got rid of two all pros for nothing. Like, well, that's we got what I was going to say. In return, the last time we could linemen. run screen passes was with Brandon Sheriff. That dude would go out and destroy folks on yeah, screen Trent. passes. Those yeah, guys you know what? I'm not paying a guard $20 million to block on screen passes. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if I have a young left tackle, I might have made that 
Hey, we need a tackle that's going to move. We didn't have a young left tackle. Yeah, but not that you could rely on. I mean, we had Charles Leno or Sadiq, right? I don't know. Sadiq moved to guard. Charles Leno was the former left tackle. Yard on the on the fucking Lion King and went to the guard position. That's where all the tackles go to die. Yeah. Chris McDaniel says Thomas Brown's a new Carolina OC. He would have been my number two if the enemy was gone. Ooh. I felt like Thomas Brown, he was the running backs coach from LA under Sean McVay. I like the Lions. Uh, he went to, did the Lions OC go to head coach though? Did he get a head coaching job? So they had Johnson Branded. That was his name. Something Johnson, Brad Johnson, or something, something, else, something Johnson? No, hold on. I think he went somewhere. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, yeah. I think he went to, uh, did he go, now he can go to Texas. Nope, he's returning as the offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's who I want, bro. Yeah, but I get it. I like the enemy. Now, I hope he works out. That's, I mean, that's who I love to, to have. But Monty says, uh, Hal has to go straight, straight the f up. You're right, Dad. Up, man. Right I'm up. trying to tell you, he can't, he can't have a, he can't be regular. He can't be, he can't have a first year. Well, he, everybody's gonna get fired, man. Unless this yeah. guy is a Pro Bowler this year, and I ain't talking about the kind of Pro Bowler like the Baltimore Ravens had last year. I'm talking about a real pro bowler. Yeah. This is one of them motherfuckers that we that everybody's fired. I feel like the league, I mean, so Ron Rivera just won the USAA Salute to Service Award for, uh-huh. you know, good Samaritan supporter of the veteran community. Props, shout out to Ron for doing that. I wonder, I mean, do you fire someone who just won that award? I don't know if it has anything no, to do Ron with Ron is going the nowhere loves, in 2023. The league the loves jury is out Ron on Rivera. him until 2024. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. contract's up at the end of this year. No, it's not. I thought it was over this year. He has a five-year deal. he had a five-year, so that would be twenty end of 24, right? Oh, 25. End of, end of 25. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe Armstrong. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I hope he ain't. I like Ron. I'm a Ron fan, bro. But, hey, man, your new owner. That's kind of kind of par for the course. You know what's going to happen. They like to get rid of some guys, and it might not be him. He might go to he might go to management or somewhere or in the front office somewhere. I think yeah. they're going to be because the sales going to be too late to make those kind of shakeups because you're not going to have time to get everything in place in time for the draft and everything else. Next year. Speaking of new owner, according to Darren Haynes from uh, WUSA nine. Here in DC, uh, there was another bidding tour for a potential new owner at the commander's facility today. Yeah, Ashburn. I think there's been multiple people touring the facilities. There's he, he's told there's been at least four bids submitted to purchase the franchise. And I saw something later that came out. Four more bids than what have been put in for the Nats. That that Dan is planning on selling the majority, but he will still keep a small piece of the team he's for hoping. legacy purposes. Uh, I, I don't know if he'll legacy. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it's probably something you can man. pass down to your family. They don't have any kids. They have any kids. Uh, yeah. Yes, they do have kids. Yes. Because his, like his one son went to high school with uh, Haskins. At Bullis. Are they adults? At no. They're, I think well, they're teenagers. Went to high school with uh, Haskins. He's an adult, right? Probably, yeah. Young, twenty, early 20s, maybe. Well, what that dude does all day, man. I mean, probably read Twitter. People permanent talk residents in France. Probably got, he's probably got like a Twitch family? channel or something. <laughs> probably yeah. dog, listen to us dog his daddy out on the internet. Uh, Marcus said Rivera wanted ex Carolina players. We should have kept Eric Flowers. Doc Facts. Walker was talking about Allen and Payne was impressed with Chris Paul. He should have been playing. Yeah. One good thing about that Chris Eric Paul, Flowers, Chris nobody Paul else picked him up. Did impress. Yeah. Nobody um, else. Nobody else Dallas, I think you're. I think that if. If they feel like Chris Paul, anything like they feel about Sam Howell, 
Yeah. One of our guard spots will be solidified for next season. I hope so. Y'all, y'all the most optimistic mofos I know. Like, I hope so. They haven't done one yeah. thing on the line to make y'all think they can confident <laughs> a coaching off yes, the line. Yes. In five years, he's I been couch there. my words with if. There's not one lineman you can say that Ron has made into a legit player. Yeah, not quite yet. Been here. Not, not one. Quite yet. Not one. Ron's not. Hold on. Ron's not an offensive line coach. Well, I mean, not none of the people that's been here with him since he's been here. Not one offensive lineman's been. Actually, on, the year before, 2021, we had a top 10 ranked line. Yeah, he wasn't here. In 21, he was. He was here in 21? Oh, we did have a top five ranked line. You're right. We yeah. did. We did. We yeah. did. Injuries killed that line this year. Yeah, but they're going like to kill it every year. As soon as they fall off, it's what, I don't know. Well, you, the you best ability the is availability. So keep we the shall same see. guys. Chuck's really on the team next year. He's gonna get hurt again next year. It's yeah. not, if 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 Cosme's on the team at right tackle, what's Chuck Rulier's contract? It's, it's gotta like be good. Like a seven minute cut if we cut him or some shit like that. He might be. He gone. let me down so bad. I man, he's so good though. He doesn't play. Uh, he's so good. He doesn't play. Hey, listen, we're gonna talk about the Super Bowl here in a second. I want to know. We're gonna do a quick recap of the Super Bowl. Talk about some. uh commercials what did you like what did you dislike here uh Lord. but first let's talk about how to win some money. Money, money money the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before plus right now DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's right make your first bet up to one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more, plus same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. Your betting options feel endless. Now that football's over, it's now on to the NBA and Major League Baseball. That's right. That's what I'm looking forward to. But best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN. Tango Papa Papa November. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, let's get into the Super Bowl. That's right. Football's over. Major League Baseball is coming upon us. Almost spring training here. NBA is is up and going. So is hockey. So make those bets, folks. Go hit that DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code TPPN. You'll get $1,000 risk-free bets. So the Super Bowl, 38-35 to 35 Eagles. I mean, we're not going to go over the whole game. It was a very close game. I thought the Eagles were going to run away with it at halftime. They were up 24-14. And then... The Chiefs show just kind of took over. They scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. And then <laughs> the call, the penalty call, <laughs> the holding call. Uh, Phil, I'll start with you. Let's just ask about the holding call. What did you think about the holding call first and foremost on, uh, was it James Bradbury? He held him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you call that though? Yes. I, I counted three times he held him in one play. Three separate. I tell you another one. No one's talking about though is the fumble by Hertz. Like he, nobody even touched him for the yeah, touchdown. About it. He uh he uh hiked the ball and stepped back and just dropped it. But he got face mask. You watch the play. The dude has his whole hand inside of his face mask. And he lost that ball. Yeah. That's a penalty. That's not a touchdown at all. 
Philly wins that game. That's, that's the happened. second time that's happened to Philly, and they've lost both times. I'm just yeah. saying, nobody, nobody even talks about that, though. They're like, oh, they, they cheated us on a hold, which they didn't. There was a, it was a hold. But that fumble, man, that was a face mask, man. So, hey, tone, I, tone on Facebook asked a question real quick. Catch, but... um, we talked about this earlier, Tone, before you jumped in. He said, do you guys think a tight end needed early rounds? I don't think we do, um, especially Dev said we don't. I think we just needed to get the tight ends involved that we have because they just have not been involved. So I don't think we need early round tight ends. I think there's other needs, cornerback, offensive lineman, linebacker, before uh, tight end early rounds. But, yeah, back to the Super Bowl. What were you, what were you saying, Phil? What's your what's your opinion on that? Um, Well, it was a hole, you call it. Yeah, I mean, he even came out. I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten death threats from Philly fans, but he even came out and said, yeah, I held him. I didn't think the ref was going to call it. He just let us play, but I held him. I mean, that probably just drove Philly fans insane. Yeah, because Philly fans live in denial of everything. They, de- they deny Bonkers. they deny that they are they deny that they are the armpit of, the, of sports fandom. Chris, uh, Marcus said the fumble was a turning point in the game, and Chris Patan says Hurt said it just slipped out. Pause. It happens. It's okay. Shouldn't sometimes it just. So far. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it just happens. You just gotta roll with it. Keep going like nothing ever happened. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl was great. Uh, fantastic time. Chiefs were victorious. You know. Eric Bieniemy now has two Super Bowl rings, two right, two Super Bowl rings. Mahomes has two rings himself. He's been there what three times, four times. I lost track. And Andy Reid cementing himself as, you know, a Hall of Fame coach. I think it's already given. He's a Hall of Fame coach, but him and his coach of our generation behind Belichick. Yeah, he he is, and his his West Coast offense is what, something what that I hope the enemy brings to Washington. Bring that West Coast offense here to Washington. What do you say? Is it what? Second best coach of this generation behind Belichick. Are you counting Gibbs in this generation? No. Who'd you have? Gibbs, Gibbs or Reed? Don't be biased. Gibbs. I agree. I'm biased. Yeah. <laughs> Unbiased, yeah. I always have Gibbs because – Gibbs did it with so many. Gibbs did it with completely different teams. Right, three Super Bowls. Yep. Yam, Yam says, "I mean, how people in I mean, how people in Philly react to the game, the rioted, stab people, flip cars." She goes, "Why they don't deserve it? I feel bad for the players, but not Damn, for the fan base in the slightest. Except for except for Terrence and Mingry. He's he's a good fan. Well, and Terrence probably Denny too. In Philly. We probably like we like Denny too. You know, I've met but all the good Philly fans I meet don't never live in Philly." Man, I agree with you, Marcus. I felt like they didn't even blitz. Like it's weird. They're like a there was zero team, and they didn't. I didn't see them go out send more than four. I don't think there was a how many. Hold on, I'm gonna look at team stats here real quick. I don't think there was pressure on him the entire game. There was no. Did they, did they, they have zero, any that. sacks? Hold zero. on, they had zero. I, I know they that. were afraid of the quick pass against the blitz. Yeah, but, but Mahomes like, had a bum ankle, expected. which didn't look so bum. By the way, I think that was part of the. Part of the script, right? Yeah. <laughs> Part of the script. And Word to Arian Foster. Yeah. Uh, real quick. So, what was all your guys' favorite commercials? What's your What was your favorite commercial of all the commercials? You guys have a favorite well, one? Did y'all see the one that looked like the TV changed the channel and it didn't? No, I didn't. Worked, I didn't that see that. I, I, I was like, like "Who's the remote?" That? I yelled it, and I turned. I grabbed my remote, and turned the TV uh, off the Fox app, and back on because I thought it was like something up with it, but it was really just a commercial. 
yeah. for uh, Roku. Fuck me up. Ah, what about you, Phil? Um, what was that one? The 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 commercial with the dog. It's a bit of a tearjerker if you have dogs. Um, dog it'll always come come home to you kind of thing. I'm from the hood. Dogs slept outside when I grew up. I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, they ain't well, what I they, they ain't what I didn't finish eating every night. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, that's why I grew up. <laughs> oh, the far, it was the farmer's work. dog commercial. Yeah, the farmer's dog. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed the John Travolta Scrubs commercial for like it was a T-Mobile or Xfinity, one of those two. It was so corny and cheesy. <laughs> that or the Will Ferrell, but John Travolta sang "Summer Nights" with the two dudes from Scrubs. Yeah, it's a silly commercial. Um, commercials weren't as good as they have been in the past. Um, what'd you guys think of the halftime show, Rihanna? I think Rihanna did a good job. I she was crushed it, man. I, She's I, pregnant. She was I was hoping pregnant. there would be more um, guest appearances, maybe. Like some of those songs were big. And I was hoping Jay would come people. out. Yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay Kanye. Like yeah, Jay, yeah. Kanye. He had songs with all of them. They didn't show Chris Brown. She did the Chris Brown song, I think. Man. Yeah. Marcus like, like I mean, a John Travolta T-Mobile commercial and Serena Williams. Yeah, that's good. Well, stuff. let's put it this way, Eric. Right. I'm, I'm, I, I love Riri. I like women. I like Riri. Love her a lot. I saw. I didn't realize she was pregnant. They had her kind of covered up in a in a commercial yep. uh, Saturday night, and all I saw were them thighs, and I was just like, mm. everybody know when the belly start growing, the booty start growing. Yeah, well, you know, we all love thick Rihanna. We 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 all love thick Rihanna. The performance was good. It wasn't great. Um, look, the top three, the top three, MJ, Prince, and then last year with um, everybody, Ray, the, the entire West Snoop, Kendrick, everybody. Well, well, you know what? We could have done without Mary J. Blige last year. That one, I, I was like, wow, that's a random stick. We're talking about in the, in the uh, Dr. Dre joint? Yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah. But but another year. Another year that does not top Prince. Yeah. Playing Marcus thought, rain, uh, in the rain. Marcus thought Eminem was coming out. That's would a good dope, point. Would have been dope. Yeah, that says, been two Prince years in a row. The best, Prince is still the best halftime show. Man, ever. That's what that's what that's what uh Phil says. Well, I think Michael Jackson was. Prince is probably second. I'll tell you what it gets slept on was Bruno Mars was pretty dope too, bro. That was what, like three years ago? Yeah, Bruno Mars. Like that. Pretty, his set was pretty dope too. I mean, Bruno Mars is dope, anyways. He is. But entertaining. Yeah, I bet Kanye West would do a good halftime show, man. As long as he ain't like have to go off on the microphone. Oh, Kanye, Kanye West, Kanye. a religious if experience. Just, if he's strictly stuck to the sh- uh, show, I don't think anyone wants to beat that. Kanye can't do that though. He's too much of he's too much of a of an artiste. He he has to court controversy. <laughs> I mean, if he wasn't George dead, Michael, have, if he wasn't uh, have dead. Antonio Brown twerking in the background. If, Con- Kanye's, if Kanye's not psycho and he's normal, like old Kanye that we we know and love, and it, it would be, you're right. It, it has yeah, the potential to be show. great. It'd bring be Jay great. out for some for some duets. Man, some you, can do, you, you can bring two chains out, do Big Booty Ho, birthday song, whatever you got to do. Big booty hole. Yeah, bring Jamie Foxx out. Nope, hey, hey, yeah. Wait till I get my money. He can just sing the hype songs. Wait till I get my money right, stronger. What? 
power. He could sing all those songs, yeah. man. He would kill, man. He would. Gold digger. Yim says Kanye needs help. I don't know if anybody needs help. They got billions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Marcus said, I'm surprised P. Diddy hasn't done a share. The P. Diddy ship has sailed, but yeah, if they did like a, like a, a bad best boy of reunion. or a bad boy reunion. They had a hologram of a biggie up there. P. Diddy, a hologram of Biggie. You bring in Mace. You bring in Junior Mafia. You bring 112. in one tw- oh, one all twelve. All these dudes, all these people don't want to deal with Diddy because they still because he still owes them money. Craig and Mack. The only the place bank. you could the only, the only the place bank. you could do that is in New York, and they don't want to do another Super Bowl in New York. Bring chat. Bring. I don't know. Then Jay Jay seems to show up a couple times, man. I think he's. In, I think Rock Nation's in charge of the halftime show, though, or the uh, music. Yeah. I guess. But Jay, Jay hasn't done a halftime show. You could bring in Total. You could bring in the Locks. That's it. You can get Jay, Jay to do it. But you know they're gonna have country here sooner or later. They're gonna ruin it for everybody. Yeah, like, Carl like, Thomas. But you do all that with a biggie, a biggie it. hologram. Country's at least better again than it was. It was I don't like, know, man. That's no one new I want to ever see at the halftime show. And like, I guess you can see like old folks. I think put like. The guy says all my exes live in Texas. What is his name? George Strait. Sorry, I'm black. But that, that's whatever, awesome. Dev, you're the one who was sat here on this very podcast and told Rodney Thomas he needed to start listening to country music. Man, old school country, <laughs> like George Jones country or something. You know, I uh, Johnny, uh, you know Cage or whatever. Not Johnny, Johnny Cage. <laughs> Johnny, Ca- Johnny Cage. Johnny, Ca- Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Cage wins. Johnny Cage. Wins. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know who would y'all want to see in a halftime show that hasn't done it. Sorry, I was looking for the fatality. Oh, here it goes. Ready? Fatality. There you go. Johnny Cage wins. Man, I don't know who I want to see in a halftime show. Do you man. know that Janelle Monet, who's still performing, and she was on the MTV Celebrity Basketball Tournament tonight, uh-huh. she's under Bad Boy Records. Did you know that? Yes. I just I just learned that today, which is why none of her shit gets released. Oh man, yeah, I'm looking at the list right now from Bad Boy. I mean, wait for I'm waiting for Faith that story Evans, to come out. PD did something wrong to her. I can already tell you that now. That, that's definitely going to be uh, news in about 20 years from now. Yeah. was doing stuff to your name. The problem is the problem is who taking gonna, her money and shit. Who are you going to put up there? Because all you can't put any new pop artists up there, R and B, because it's all sad shit. No, you, you, you put, you baby, to, you probably put the. Migos and Cardi B up there. No, if you're talking you're from only Bad get Boy, two thirds of the Migos. Yeah, there's only there's only two of them that really rap anyways. I'm telling you, if you brought people back to do a Bad Boy reunion, put them on stage, let them sing a couple verses. Listen to this list: Craig Mack, Faith Evans, Total, One Twelve, Mace, Mario Winans, The Locks. Yeah. Someone can I sing. Someone know. else can sing Black Robs. You know, worse because he's deceased. You also have to get someone to do Craig Mack too, because Craig Mack's gone. He's also deceased, correct? Damn, I forgot he's gone too. Carl Thomas, Shine. Remember Shine, who had the voice he's of a, He's Biggie? a diplomat, though. He's like, you can't do Shine now because yeah, Shine don't sound like he used to. He no, he got a whole song and just hit on title, man. Just dropped. I heard it today. It's like a, it's he does more reggaeton though. You could bring back. You can somehow free G Dip out of prison, nah. right? You, remember the you, remember you, the you band. Eight ball MJG. No, sign so like this. He shine pole. I think you'd be better on there. Dev, I think Def Jam would do a good one. Yeah, I think Foxy do a Brown. Jam. Foxy Brown was on Bad Boy too. Young Jock, Gorilla Zo. Yeah, Jeezy, Dirty oh, Money, God. Danny Kane, the pop group, all from the television hey, man, show. That one the band. Oh, bring back the band too. That yeah, one chick from Danny Kane, bad, bad, bro. 
Yim says, Rip Trugoy, the dove that yeah, once still hurts. I'm a huge De La fan, De La Soul. Marcus said, Garth Brooks is the only country music I listen to. Yeah, that Garth Brooks, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Chris, Chris Stapleton, man. I got a picture with Chris Stapleton. Man, that bro has soul, man. He can sing. Yeah. Chris he Stapleton. Has I wouldn't want to see a halftime show with Chris Stapleton just standing in one place. You know, yeah. I would really will be, but here's the thing. I'm going, to that. That. I'm going to a George Strait concert in July. Yeah, no. Chris Stapleton's one of the openers. Yeah, yeah, he's an opener at a George Strait concert, but that's the guy y'all want to open. They'll do the Super Bowl halftime show. He's opening up for George Strait, which I thought George was dead Strait, until just George now. Strait has more, George Strait has like I, over 40 number one hits. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know two of them. You so, saying uh, one of them? I, I, I thought that was uh, Gar Brooks. Tell you how much I know. You knew all my exes live in Texas. That's not, that's not Gar Brooks? George Strait. Oh, they all look alike. Hey, all, real quick, they all, they all wear big hats. I get it. Yeah. Before we close down, I do want to give a plug for the XFL uh, coming out this weekend. Shields opening up. Day, shields up. Opening up at Audi Field in DC, right across from Nats Park on Sunday at 8 p.m. versus the Seattle Sea Dragons. And you know who's going to be in the house for Damn, that game? Cool name, the Rock. The Rock will be in attendance at Audi Field on Sunday for those who are going. I wish I could go. I do have my they defenders know. hat though. They know DC. I do have my defenders hat. Where, where is where is Audi Field at? Audi like, Field's right Audi next to Nats Park at uh, the waterfront what down. What in is DC. it? A soccer field or something? What is it's a, it's it's home of the DC United soccer, uh, soccer uh, MLS team. soccer, but now it it's also home of twenty thousand people, and they were they were pretty much selling it out or getting mostly sellouts the last time around. It's a great stadium. It is a great experience stadium because you're right on the field. And it's small, it's intimate, it's loud. It's kind of like the way FedEx used to, or not FedEx, the way RFK was. Check out this list of players. So the XFL, they're going to have Josh Gordon, A.J. McCarron, Vic Beasley, Paxton Lynch, Martavis Bryant, Ben DiNucci. And then the defender starting quarterback is Jordan Te'amu uh, on the team. He's also backed up by former Miami Hurricane quarterback, Derek King, if you remember him. Started for the Hurricanes, the Eric King backing up Jordan Tamu. So it's going to be, an, I mean, I think the XFL might just work this time with The Rock and his wife at the helm for that ownership group. And ex wife, sorry, ex wife, you're right. I think they're going to get investors. I think they're going to, you know, it, it, it might work itself out this time for all we know. Who knows? Like it, it's going to be exciting. It, so hopefully, you know, tune in Sunday night, watch. Watch the game, see how it goes. Head coach Reggie Barlow, they've been doing a ton of stuff in the D.C. area, interviews, uh, community service, just trying to get around and, and get the defender's name out in, in the D.C. area. So the Beer snake's going to be back, baby. The beer snake is going to be back. That's right. So, Dev, so know. you don't know this, but the defenders are famous for the beer snake. They ha- Every time someone drinks a beer, they just make a cup and they make a stack. A stack, a stack, a stack, a stack, a stack, and then eventually it, it goes up, and it's it's. Some, I'll I'll try to put a picture a picture of it. But it's the last cool. beer snake they did almost went the entire length of the end zone stands from bottom to top. Yes, it was huge. Uh I hope the XFL succeeds because I think the XFL is a more enjoyable product than the USFL. Plus, I liked having a deep. Yeah, look at that. Can you see that, Dev? The beer snake. Oh snap! Yeah. They pride themselves on that joint. The commissioner of the league at the time was Andrew Luck's father. Yep. And he contributed to the beer snake. 
That's pretty freaking cool. I don't care what you say. Yes, Yam says yes. Please, people need to watch if it's is too. Sexy. I don't know. I don't. I haven't picked the team yet, man. DC Defenders. There you DC go. Pick defenders, the four baby. Yeah, I might. I might you. have to pick a team that I can actually go see. All my other teams, I can't go see them. You do, nobody else is near you. Is that okay, team Jeff, Alabama, listen, Tennessee, listen, Tennessee, Arlington Tennessee, Renegades, Tennessee? Arlington Renegades, DC Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, Orlando Guardians, San Antonio Brahmas, the Seattle Sea Dragons, St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Vegas Vipers. St. Louis is only like four and a half hours away. So you're going to be a St. Louis. Yeah, family, but you know what the you know what the St. Louis not. you know what the St. Louis battle cry is. My daughter does live in St. Louis. You know who's the head coach of the C- Seattle Sea Dragons? Jim, Jim Hazlitt. Jim Hazlitt. Oh, it's Jim Hazlitt. That's right. It was Jim Zorn the last time. It was Jim Zorn the last time. The coach for the St. Louis Battlehawks is Anthony Beck. I have no idea who that is. Offensive coordinator, Bruce Gradkowski. Yeah, yeah, he used to play football. Wide Anthony receivers Beck coach, tight end for the oh, Jets. Yeah. Ricky Prohl. Remember Ricky Prohl, the yeah, receiver for the, for the I want Cardinals? Ricky Prohl on the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. By so, the way, it's, it's just, to, just to kind of point this out. It's AJ McCarron's yeah. team. If you become a Battlehawks fan, your your cry, like, you know, we have left hand up over here and hail and all that, and D.C. defenders have shields up. The St. Louis Battlehawks is caw <laughs> No, that might seal the deal. Right. You really want to call? Yeah, Chris, California doesn't have any XFL teams, but if it does well this year, I guarantee The Rock is going to extend that. You got a football team in Kentucky, man. The Kentucky Headhunters. You got the you got the UK Wildcats. You got Will Levis. You could just be Alabama fan. You got you got the you got the Louisville Cardinals. (laughs) Louisville Cardinals. Y'all gonna see next year. We back next year. Red and black is back next year. Yeah. Red Black is back next year. DC United will be playing. Just be a Defenders fan, Dev. Just just roll with it. So we can talk about Defenders on this show in the offseason. We, we, we need the content. I'll, I'll Plus, like yeah, the Battlehawks gave the world Taylor Heineke. That's right. That you don't want to mean not to like He him. was the backup quarterback for the Defenders starting quarterback. Yeah, you know what's the funny? Defenders starting quarterback put when, when Jordan Tamil was the practice squad quarterback on this team for two weeks, Taylor Heineke was the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. That's crazy. Hey, back as a motherfucker. That's crazy. Familiarity, it's who you know. Scott called him in off of the couch in 2020. Because Scott doesn't know any other quarterbacks. Hey, Joe Gibbs called in Doug Williams off the couch. (sighs) Yeah, but Joe Gibbs also drafted Scott Williams in Tampa Bay. Yeah. You forget that. Man. Really? Yes. Scott Williams played football? John, Joe Gibbs was the offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay, and he went he went to Louisiana and personally interviewed uh, Doug Williams and said, oh, we're going to draft. That's why I was lost. Oh, yeah, I was like, really? I ain't never heard this story. I knew he, I knew what he did to get uh, Doug and drafted him and all that stuff. I get that. I thought you were saying he uh, drafted Scott Turner. I was like, damn, Scott said damn old. No. Well, Scott we... Turner was a teenager sitting on the sideline. I was, like, I was like, usually white folks age like you know Air Force Ones. <laughs> Chris McDaniel said Rob Stooch is coaching the Arlington Renegades. There you go. Rob Stooch used to be UK coach too. There you go. So football. 
Yeah. Like offensive head coach? Head coach? One of them. Yeah. One of them Stoops boys. One of them Stoops boys. Shields up, baby. That's all I got to say. Shields up. Yep. Shields. Sunday. Right, I'm going to roll with the defenders, man. Tune in. It I'm should be on. Yeah. I think it will Good be man. on ESPN if I'm not I'm going to find me a bootleg jersey. Do it. What are their colors? Are they the same as Washington's? Red and no, white. They're red, red and white. Red and white. Red like and flag. white. There you go, Dev. Just like that. Pow. That's the logo? That's horrible. The, the old logo was better. It used to be a shield and some stars and some lightning bolts, but now they, they did just went bring to that back beat. as an alternate. Yeah. My uh, Defender's coffee mug broke, sadly. But, all right. Flash it up on the screen. What's up? Flash it up on the screen for Dev. The old logo? Or, you, or the alternate logo, because the alternate's a shield, too. Yeah, I'll show her. Yeah, this is the DC Defenders logo as we prepare to shut down. That was the old logo, and it had Defenders. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, and, this, and the hashtag was Shields Up. It'd be better if it was black and white, though. Yeah. It would be, but they're trying to stick with the DC flag. We're the only ones who are different over here at the Washington Commanders. I don't know the Wizards are pretty lame. Hey, I was always down for. I would have wouldn't have cared if they changed the colors of this team to red, white, and blue. I would not. Have I would not like that. I don't want any blue in, in the colors. That's stupid. I, don't I know like it's that. it's heritage, but if you want to just rip the bandaid off, and I, I would have taken a whole blue. different color, like orange and gray or some shit, dude. Before I would take blue, I don't want blue at all. And none well, it, none of it, none of it would kept Rod around because he wanted a team that could match his Jays. That's true. <laughs> all right, let's go. Shout outs, Dev. You got any shout outs? Um. Uh, Oh, I went to see Ant-Man just now. That's where I came back from. That's why I was late. Uh, very good movie. Not what you think. Kang is a bad man, by the way. Okay. Uh, uh, that Majors dude is a tough actor, man. He's a good in everything, by the way. Who? Uh, Mate, Jonathan Majors plays uh, Kang. He also okay. plays the the bad guy. He's going to be the you know the antagonist in, in the new Creed 3 movie. And he also played in uh, Devotion, which is a military movie, Steve. You might like it. Yeah, sweet. I'll check it out. Creed was, I mean, not Creed, but uh, Ant-Man was pretty cool, man. No spoilers. Nice. Phil, what you got? Well, besides the fact that we got the XFL starting, shout out to the Washington Nationals. Spring training opened this past week. And even though they're probably going to be absolute crap this year, hey, it's a rebuild. That's what happens when you do a rebuild in baseball. You lose 100 games. But uh, hopefully that means that, uh, you know, things continue to, you know, they bottom out and then they turn around. That's how you do That's how baseball is. It's very cyclical. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Left, right, left, right, BA start. That's right. 30 extra lives. <laughs> or you, if you want, like, instead of 30 minutes, if you just want eight, you can just like hire a Laverne cop. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Eric Bienemy as our new offensive coordinator. We did not think this would happen, so thank you very much. It's I nice did. to have you on board. Finally. Where do you think they took him to dinner? Uh, what's, what day was it on? I was the one they took they like, were out Wednesday and apparently they went again last night somewhere, but somewhere I, in I Fairfax the, probably. Steak Smith. Steak Smith DC Prime. That's you where they all go. That's probably was DC Prime. That's where they do all the filming at for all their shows. Did you see what's the name? Did you see uh have you ever seen uh, Employee of the Month Steve? No. 
Right. Yeah, that's a, they go to this restaurant called Steaksmiths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want to impress somebody. Take them to shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Waiting. Uh, we have one of those here. But hold on, hold on. You do realize that 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 restaurant actually came up originally in Super Troopers. Yeah, we have a shenanigans. shenanigans. Says, Next person just, who says shenanigans, I'm. We have one of those. Hey, what's that restaurant that calls like Buffalo? Shenanigans? Shenanigans. shenanigans. And then five years or four years later, waiting comes out and the name of the restaurant is yeah. Shenanigans. I thought it was linked to, we used to have this restaurant in Northern Virginia called Bennigan's. Oh, Bennigan's is big in the, was big in the South. Yeah. I don't even know if it still exists anymore, but Bennigan's. It does. They're trying to bring it back too. I got food poisoning at Bennigan's when I was 13. Oh, Damn. terrible memories. For my pro wrestling fans, Bennigan's, if you, you, you already know, Bennigan's. Big hangout, uh, the one in Charlotte. Big hangout for the Four Horsemen. Woo! They'd, they'd fly back in and they would race to Bennigan's. Last one there had to pay had to pay the tab or had to buy the first round, whatever. Who's and apparently, Ric Flair's deal was he would buy a tray of kamikazes and just start giving them out to, to chicks. Nice. A, he said he spent more money on on spilt liquor. <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, who's your I spent more money on spilled <laughs> liquor than you've made in your life. Yeah, my favorite speech, by the way. Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, willing and dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding <laughs> these alligators, alligators down. down. There can only be one. Woo! <laughs> That's just, hey, Rick Flair was a man. All right. Well, shout outs to those who are in the chat. Yam, Chris, Marcus, Monty for popping in. Tone Job from Facebook. Who else popped in? Ryan Elias from Facebook. Outlaw King 757. Waiting 2, by the way, Yam up. JP McCullough. Yeah, Waiting 2 wasn't that good. Terrence, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. We went long. I think we were, I was trying to shoot for 50. We went 115. We went... It's what we 20, do. 25 minutes long. It's what we do. It's against all the rules, they say. But you know what? Who cares? Yam says, fun fact, I played World of Warcraft with the guy who wrote Waiting. That's actually pretty cool. Really? That is pretty cool, man. You should get a hold of him and then not, let's, let's all do cool. a show together. It's not as cool as me making, you know, Chris Stapleton's car and me getting to take a picture with him. That's true. Just letting you know that. Didn't yeah. you also make Daniel Snyder's car? Hey, I was in the Daniel Snyder. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Michael Jordan, bunch of country music artists. I don't know. Kenny Chesney comes there. How many time. cars did you bust ass in, though? Man, you I, say, farted. Hey, I farted in every <laughs> single one. <laughs> hey, I haven't, Dan, driven, I I haven't driven. Is that a word? I have not driven um, any of the new cars since. I guess it's been almost two years now. I, I'm not. Since no you were driving. in that Super Bowl commercial, I'm no longer. I wasn't that one. I was not. I'm no longer driving. I uh, I build engines now, which that's pretty yeah. cool. By in Super Bowl course, you mean like the, the commercial at Dunder Mifflin? We were just like, no, nah, man, no. Nah, <laughs> it's less than that. I was. <laughs> I literally was getting, at the very end of the Super Bowl commercial. I think it was last year. Was it last year? Two yeah. years ago. It was two years, two years ago. ago. At the very end. There's a guy getting in the Corvette at the end and drives it off. That's me starting the Corvette. Don't you remember that, Steve? Yeah. I, I do. It's been, it's I was been in so long. I was in a Super Bowl commercial. I forgot that. I need to read Shout that out to Andrea. Miss Andrea Bus. Thank you for tuning in. I don't know what me, the posture stands for. There. Me. 
She wants a shout out. She wants a shout out. Oh, shout out to Andrea Bus. Uh, I want you. They can push up. What, what was that, man? I clicked. I clicked the wrong button. You just clicking farts. Like <laughs> I totally clicked what the happened, wrong button. Man? You just, why do you have a fart button on speed dial? Number one, like the soundboard is just a bunch of buttons in front of me. Okay, like that's, it might that's just what be I a see. Bunch of farts. Like hit they're not, one they're not labeled properly. So. You have to hit one now to make sure we to prove it's not just a bunch of farts. You gotta hit another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was labeled perfect. It's, no, it's man. Soft. Yeah, perfect farts. He just, you got, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Steve has a whole soundboard of just farts. Over there, man. Chris McDaniel uh, says the Chris McDaniel says the Glock Dookie Glock just went Dookie. off. You know, Cheddar Glock Bob just up with a Glock Dookie, Steve. <laughs> Cheddar Bob, Bob shot my foot Cheddar off, shot yourself. my toe off. Yeah. Yourself, All right, let's get out of here before we do any more damage. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. As always, thank you for listening. You can find this podcast on any of your audio platforms: Apple, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeart. Anywhere you get your audio podcast platforms, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share the podcast. The audio podcast is very underrated. Uh, that's why we read so many comments so we can continue to put the audio content out there. So every time you listen to a podcast on the audio side, we would greatly appreciate it as, as well as watching and subscribing and liking each video. So thank you very much. We have a lot of off-season content coming up for you guys. As a matter of fact, we'd like to get more people on the show in the chat. So we'd love to bring on any any of the people who come and and and, and kick it in the chat with us. Yam, Chris, Marcus, uh, Greg, Monty. Hey, if you guys want to come on the show sometime, just hit us up, man. And then the, as the off season content continues to shape itself like we did last season yeah. uh want to start bringing back the top five tuesdays like we used to do and our barber shops because you know not everything is all about commanders 365 days a year although it, can, it could be but you yeah, know yeah, we're we like doing to top five porn stars next week yeah wanna... <laughs> no we are not youtube we are not doing that all of you we are not doing that all right well thank you so much for watching we appreciate it and uh we'll catch you on the flip side as always peace and hell yeah